0: Welcome, friends, another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, here with Tigger and the amazing Robbie Hart. How are you today? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I am doing well. Tigger says hi. Hi, Tigger. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. So we'd like to start off with the most difficult question ever. Who is Robbie Hart? Well, Robbie Hart is a singer-songwriter, mom, and just everyday uh, person who loves to inspire people and connect to people with music. That's beautiful. I love how you're so concise with it. Just simple. (laughs) It's beautiful. (laughs) You know, you know, it it takes a long time to come into oneself, right? In general. Mm -hmm. So it's been a journey, a process over several years. And after all this time, I'm finally who I'm supposed to be, which is Robbie Hart the singer, songwriter, mom, and the person who connects to people all over the world with music. And it's just an incredible thing, really, because I get to do what I love every day, and I have fun doing it. That's beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. Thank you. And and, and you're right about the journey. I mean, we all do that journey and, you know, revamp our lives as we move on and grow and everything changes. And that's what life's about. So you know, that's so true. And just when you think you've got it under control and you have it exactly the way you want it, you get thrown a curve <laughs> and then you're like, okay, I wasn't expecting that, but how can we work this into this whole thing that I'm doing right now and make it really work? And it's a process and it's an amazing process. You get to look back at it a couple of months or years later and say, wow, I did that. I created that. it is absolutely a hundred percent. So Tell me about your most recent release, uh, Handle With Care. You want to tell me about that one? What inspired you to release that? Well, quite a few things, actually. Firstly, Roy Orbison is my all-time favorite singer, and I have been meaning to cover one of his songs forever, really just to pay homage to the person who gave me the most inspiration, both musically and who I looked up to as an artist, just as his persona. And I just, I love him. And a lot of his songs were on the sad side, on the ballad side, and, you know, I just released several ballads that were a little on the heavier side. And I felt that the world needed an uplifting and positive message. So I felt that that was a great song to sing. I also love the fact that it really relates to what we're going through right now, even though the song's written in the 80s and it was recorded in the 80s. It could have been written today about the hardships people are going through, but it's going to be okay. And people going through getting bumped and bruised, but it's okay. They get back up. And there's an underlying positive message in that song. And then the chorus where people come together and create something amazing is just just a great message. So I wanted to share that with the world. And I was really hoping that by releasing that song, I would make people smile. Definitely. Absolutely. And, you know, when you pick a song like that, that is timeless. That's just true. Amazing writing and in, in, in songwriting, because songs that have lyrically can go timeless. Yeah, you might change tempos or anything else. But in general, the song itself is a timeless song that can be for decades to come. So it's beautiful. It's so true. I mean, I was just, you know, looking over the lyrics as I was singing it. And it was like, this song literally could have been written today, today. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't dated. It wasn't, it didn't feel like it didn't belong in this universe today. And it really felt like, you know, all those people who've gone through such a difficult time these last two years and, and things that people have gone through, it's like, please just go easy on me. It's been a rough two years, but I'm going to be okay. And I just felt it was such a great song. So I'm very happy that it got such a great reception. People are loving it. And I'm very happy about that. It's Beautiful. So I'm going to touch base and go back a little bit. To Outside My Window. I love that song. Oh, my God. That just totally was like, (laughs) oh, just beautiful. So tell me, what was the inspiration behind that song? Well, first, let me tell you that all of my original songs are based on my personal experiences. There are either things that have happened to me or I've experienced or things that have affected me in my life. And that song was deeply inspired by somebody that I know in my community whose very young life was cut short at their own hands. And it was something that was devastating. You know, they say sometimes that you, you never know what's going on behind closed doors, right? You don't know what goes on behind people's smiles. Sometimes you see somebody, they smile and they're happy. And you don't even think for one second that they're going through something. And that was the case with this individual. I had no idea. In fact, this person helped me when I was down and out with my health and I was having issues and I wasn't really easily getting around and this person was helping me and I had no idea that they were going through a hell of their own. And I just had no, I I was shocked and I was blown away and it made me realize how many other people are out there that are suffering and that we don't know about it and there's such a shame and there's such a stigma that's attached to self-harm and drug abuse. And I felt that by releasing the song, I really was hoping that it would open up some dialogue and let people know that if they are out there and they're suffering, first of all, you'll be okay. And there are people who want to help and that are listening. That was number one. I also wanted to put an end to the stigma and say, it's okay to ask for help. I would rather have an uncomfortable conversation with somebody right now and it might make me very uncomfortable, and I wouldn't even know what to say. But I'd rather have that opportunity than to say after the fact, geez, if only I would have done something. Maybe I could have said something. Because that is a very, very, very helpless feeling. And you you can spend years saying, what could I have done when you miss the signs? So my my hope was to open up some dialogue and to let people know that you know, it's okay to reach out for help. And if you're struggling, there is no shame in struggling, struggling, everybody goes through hard times, people handle them in different ways. And some people just need to know that there are people listening, and that it's going to be okay. Um, I also wanted to share that when somebody is going through something like that, and sadly, their life is over from their own hands. There's also some shame from the people who love them, or, you know, maybe there's some negative thoughts about how they and did their lives. And I also wanted in the song to pay a tribute to the person because the person was a beautiful person. You know, the person did beautiful things in life and was a beautiful, bright soul. And unfortunately, sometimes when these things happen, people forget that or they don't talk about those things. And it's important to keep talking about the great things that these people did because they contributed to the world and did amazing things. It's just, they had a very hard time. And unfortunately, they didn't think that they could have found a different way. And so all of those things went into my desire to release that song. It was an extremely difficult decision because I certainly didn't want to put shame on anybody who's going through any of this. This isn't my point whatsoever. It was simply to say you're not alone. If you're struggling and you have nobody, I'm listening. And if you if you can't find somebody to talk to, check on my page, I will post places you can talk to, you can message me, there are people all over who will listen to you and who could reach out a hand to you. There's no shame in struggling. It's a fact that these last two years, there's been a huge increase in those activities. And suicide rates have gone skyrocketed in different groups of community in veterans and young people. It's just been really, really difficult. And I just wanted to let people know that they weren't alone and that there is people there are people who care. And I'm so grateful that it got such an incredible response and people were connecting with the song and people felt that people were listening and they might not be alone, even though it's hard to feel that sometimes, especially when you're isolated in your home and you don't get to go out or you don't get to do things that you're used to doing every day. It's very difficult to feel like there are people out there. So that was um, my goal in releasing that song. The other thing for me is writing is my therapy. You know, I struggled with writing and releasing that song for quite a few years before I released it. I wasn't sure how to tell the story the way I wanted to tell the story. And what I mean by that was it's a very delicate topic. And I wanted to make sure that I did justice and I honored the person who I was writing the song about. And that's not always an easy thing to do when you're doing it with that subject, because it's a very delicate subject. And, um, but people thanked me for releasing the song. And I just, I'm so pleased that people connected with the song because since that person passed away, I probably know six people who have passed away for the same reasons. And I, I always say that if only, if only what could I have done, what could we have done? we have to do better. We have to do better. We have to reach out more, check in on people, send messages, say, Hey, how are you doing? If you know somebody's struggling, don't ask them, you know what you can, just let them know that you're thinking of them and that they're not alone. And sometimes that's, that makes a big difference. Definitely. And, and the rate of, the relatability to this song, I think we've all had someone we've known a friend, a family member, someone else's friend, whatever, you know, there's always been someone that we've known that has gone through that, that has struggled, like, you know, and that is why I think that message just to me, it was such a beautiful, the way you did the story. It was beautiful. It was just, it really was. And I appreciate that. And you're right. And the the hard conversations. Yeah. We would, I think I would rather have the hard conversations than see someone hurt themselves or lose their lives or, you know, any day, any day, I, I will be uncomfortable and have that any day. I say that all the time. I have a daughter who's almost a teenager and I tell her all the time, I would rather have a hundred hard conversations with you, no matter what it is you're going through, whatever it is. I mean, not regarding suicide, but just anything that is uncomfortable because I'd rather know that we had an opportunity to talk about it because you just never know. Sometimes it could just be one word that you say to somebody that changes their day around. And, you know, just, just being there sometimes and showing that you care is enough and it's important. So thank you so much for your kind words. And again, it was very, very difficult for me to, to consider releasing it. But then when I did decide to release it, I wanted to release it for world suicide awareness and prevention day, which was in September. And, um, I was blown away by the support that the song received. You're right. But there's still that stigma. And no matter how we try with, it seems like you can't seem to erase that yet, but hopefully one day we'll get to that point where we can. And, uh, but yeah, absolutely beautiful. And I'm really glad that you did decide to release this because yeah, I think sometimes hearing that, there's there's gonna be that one person that needed that song. And as they say, one song can change your perspective for the day, one word as you just said absolutely any of it. I I, I agree and I I thank you for saying that because for me that's why I wrote the song and that's why I released the song. So thank you very much. But as an artist. You know, I write my songs very raw so people could connect with my music and they could find themselves in my stories. And I don't necessarily want to butter them up too much because the truth is when you hear a story like this or when you live through a story like this, the pain is raw and it, it you feel open when you talk about it. You feel like you're very exposed, but you know that there's other people who are going through the same thing. And when they hear those lyrics and they say, oh, my gosh. I thought I was the only person who was going through this, and I'm not. They feel a sense of connection, and it makes them feel not alone. And at the end of the day, music heals. Music brings people together, and it just has such an incredible, powerful force. Absolutely. So let's go from there, and um, obviously, talk about some of the women that have inspired you to do music. And I'm, I'm expecting this list of positive, upbeat women as well, because you're just such an inspiration. So, Thank you. I have such a diverse group of people who've inspired me, especially women growing up. And then even now I've discovered new artists that I've found that I didn't know about that I found are amazing. So I'll start with some of the older ones. Um It's no secret that Celine Dion definitely had a huge vocal impact on me. Um, Her vocal style was just so amazing to me when I was growing up. I had never heard anything like it. And then I discovered so many similarities between my singing style and hers. And I guess that had to do with the fact that I listened to her nonstop growing up. Um, And what an incredible voice. I mean, a voice that could bring you to tears, basically, with her voice. Just amazing. Uh, Juice Newton was another one of my favorites growing up. I just love her. I love the unique sound of her voice, the little rasp. I just I just thought she had a fun side to her and just really great. Pat Benatar was incredible. Um, I always say Cindy Lauper because not necessarily for her vocal ability, but for the, the fact that she was her own person. She did what she wanted. She didn't take herself too seriously in the sense that She had fun with her persona and that was so amazing to to watch and to observe, you know, when I was younger, I just thought it was such a fun personality. I was like, wow, what a great artist. Like I want to be relatable like that because it was just so cool. Um, Dolly Parton, Martina McBride, Shania Twain, love all of them for all for different reasons. I think Dolly Parton is incredible. The fact that she's had a career spanning what, six decades and still going strong and she's been a pioneer in music for so many years, really just incredible. I can't say enough amazing things about her. And she has a voice that's still so sweet and so powerful. I mean, it's a very difficult um, combination to have, right? To have that power and that sweetness. Very, very amazing. Martina McBride, just amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, growing up, listening to her singing was just so inspiring, and I wanted to be like Martina McBride. I just thought her voice was amazing and she was an incredible artist. Shania Twain was another one, and she's from Canada. I'm from Canada. I don't know if you know that. I'm from Canada. And Shania Twain was this awesome country girl from Canada, right? So right. that was cool. And she had great personality in her music and her songs. And you know, she had fun with her music, which I always admire. I love when somebody can have fun with their music and you feel you feel it when they're singing, you feel the smile while they're singing. And I just love her. Um, and lately, I really, really recently just discovered Tennille Towns. I think oh. her voice is absolutely incredible. And her songwriting is just amazing. And it's, I just think she has such a gift. And I like her personality because she just, she's very low key in the sense that, you know, she is who she is. And I feel like her style is amazing and her unique sound is just, I love it. So these are some of the women who have had a big impacts on me musically. And to Neil Towns, I would say the last year or so, but there are more, but I would say that rounding it off, that would be my, my favorites. Those are some amazing women. And I love how you Absolutely, you know, complimented about like Dolly changing the industry with, with some of the things she's done. And, and, exactly. you know, it's, I think that's one of the key things of all the women that have come before is the contributions that they have given some of them that have known that they've given these and some of them that weren't aware that they were just trying to do better, you know? So I and, love that. I mean, and she just recently did a song with a, a young group, right? As God only knows. I mean, these young people, this very relevant group. I mean, she's so relevant. How, how do you stay relevant for so many years and have longevity in an industry that is ageist and is, let's say, sexist, whatever. How do you stay so long in, a, in an industry like that and still be so relevant? That's incredible. I mean, that's that's amazing. And I think she just changes with the time. She goes with the flow. She enjoys it. She, you know, like, she, the two- you know, I, I'm going to grow up to be Dolly yet one day. So if I ever, up, so yeah. I'm doing it too. I'm doing it too. <laughs> okay. We're both growing up to be Dolly. That's it. Well, we'll be, we'll be us, but we'll be like inspired by Dolly. Okay. <laughs> oh, so are you ready for 20 crazy questions? I am. Are you ready okay. for 20 crazy answers? The Absolutely. Question. Absolutely. Okay. I look forward to it. <laughs> okay. so, what was the last thing you read? Um, probably a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? You know, my husband's in construction, so I probably could find one. I mean, I don't know one offhand, but I probably would know who to ask. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the best top two concerts you've been to? Okay, I should know this. Michael Bublé, he's just all kinds of awesome. Um, so much fun on stage. Really, I I just can't even tell you. I just really enjoy him. He's just so much fun, and I can't think of anybody better than that. Really. Um, see how long has it been? I think Phil Collins was an amazing concert too. Because he was just doing everything. But I think I'll have to go with that. Wonderful. I like both of those. (laughs) What's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Like the first, first thing? Like the very first thing? Sure, what's the very first thing you would do? (laughs) I probably buy shares and scotch tape because I'm obsessed with scotch tape. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I probably would get my parents to live here. Because they live in Canada, so that's probably one of the first things I would do. Oh, that's sweet. You should buy them, and, and then place probably in go- Florida because it's nice and warm in the winters, not too cold. We get the cold snaps, but it's beautiful see, for them. See, that's what I was going to go in. <laughs> I was going there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, tell us something on your bucket list. Well, I want to get out and perform more and more. And I want to connect with people that I've gotten to meet over the last two years and just share the gift of music. And want to do that every chance I can, Um, I want to learn how to play more instruments. Wonderful. So what's your next goal for an instrument? Well, I'm learning guitar and keyboards. I think it would be fun to do like a slide guitar, which I haven't really, you know, learned how to do anything maybe a bandjet or something really fun like that maybe even a fiddle I don't know but it's a, it's a stretch for me because I have injuries and stuff so certain things are a little harder for me but um I'm loving learning the guitar and I can't wait to learn more so wonderful what job would you be terrible at Well, I'm a terrible liar. So anything I would have to like lie to people, anything I would have to like, you know, convince them of something that wasn't real or true, I wouldn't be able to do that. So, um, like things that selling things that I didn't believe in, let's say, or doing something that was like, I don't want to say crooked, but you know, anything that was like, Maybe shady. You know, not, yeah, shady, not on the level. I couldn't do that. I could, I could not do that. Cause I'm a terrible liar. I'm a terrible poker player. I'm a terrible <laughs> poker face. Yeah, here's a Rolex for you. It might not be a real Rolex, just buy it anyway. <laughs> but I, I don't know where them. it came like, from. Like, look, it looks really good. It's really pretty, you know. And I don't know. <laughs> oh, so what's your game plan for zombie apocalypse? Um, I don't even know what zombie a- apocalypse is. So I guess my game plan would be to learn about the apocalypse first, and then I have to come up with the strategy. All good. Oh, yeah, we just got that from The Walking Dead, you know, <laughs> that holds on the show. So yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> so, Sorry, what... Daniel, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, it is all good. That's why these are crazy questions. <laughs> what album or artist should we listen to before we die? Oh, my goodness. Jeff Buckley. I think his voice is incredible. I think that's a good one. Um, I really like Tamia Towns. I really think that her her there's something really beautiful about her voice. I think her her voice and her lyrics are just haunting, and I they think they're beautiful. So I think that would be that would deserve a listen. Mine, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. You can't forget uh, yours. Yeah, you, you should. Everyone should be no, saying that first. Yeah. You know, I can't. Forget. Um. I don't know. Right. Because, okay. My favorite would be meatloaf and Roy Orbison. So you'd have to listen to them because they're on the male side. We didn't talk about my male influences. We talked about my lady influences. So you'd have to listen to them because they really, really, really shaped me as who as I am who I am as an artist. So, and I think their stories that they tell through their songs are incredible. Absolutely. and And I mean, two very unique, different songwriters for sure and just yeah to, yeah oh. you listen to both of those I'm, all day long know, too you know Roy Orbison was such a humble person he was such a down-to-earth person and so you know easygoing and not about the fame and the stardom and he had so many hardships and he'd overcome so many things and kept going and didn't give up I thought that that said something about his character and I thought that was so admirable And I thought that, you know, that's a good role model. That's a really amazing role model. And his music, I mean, you know, his voice, you know, bring me to tears, give me goosebumps. Just incredible. So who would play you in a movie of your life? Celine Dion. Everybody says she looks like me. I'm just joking. (laughs) That's terrible. I don't know. Let me think. I don't watch too much TV, so I'm not really current with, like, all the famous, you know, actors and whatnot. Okay, so who um, would you want I... to play you? Like, if you'd it, like <laughs> 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 it doesn't have to be for real. Like, you know, eventually when that time comes, you know, you'll be like, no, no, I, I want know. this person to play me, you know? Yeah, got... maybe my daughter, you know? Yeah. I don't know. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Who do I really like? I mean, I don't have this is the second time I've been asked about TV shows on interviews. And I'm like, I don't watch that much TV. And then I'm like, Oh yes. We Kristen bell, Kristen bell. I think she could do it. Oh yeah. She'd be great. Yeah. I would like yeah. to have her. me. I think that would be good. I'd be good with that. Okay. Wonderful. We'll sign her up. Okay. Start, start, so. start production in the fall. Yeah. You know, and it's cool because, you know, there was a movie series she was just in and there were some dead bodies and stuff like that. And when you were asking me about she would even be able to help you with that. So, you know, (laughs) there we go. It's it's all worked out. It's all good. (laughs) So this is a strange question, but where's Waldo? You know, it's really funny you say that because the other day I was taking a picture of myself and I'm sitting in front of my piano. It says black and white and it was holding up a drum that was black and white, and I was wearing a shirt that was black and white. And I literally captioned the picture, Where's Waldo? because I was like, I and my lights were black with the white, and I was like, I blended in completely. So I think it would have to be me. <laughs> does that make sense? That does make sense. Absolutely. Be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so would you rather cook or order in? I would definitely cook. I love cooking. Do <laughs> you sing in the shower? not generally boots or heels definitely boots what's the best thing since sliced bread my air fryer oh yeah <laughs> I, I <laughs> like cooking I, I know my coffee machine my uh I don't know my I'm boots. all in for the air fryer I, I'm in for that too I'm like I love uh, in that you can make like a whole chicken in it and roast it I and, know. Uh, yeah I mean yeah I know it's like revolutionized cooking for me I'm like huh I know I know <laughs> my husband actually just bought me a second one so now I have two air fryers so I'm living the dream so I can like do fries in one air fryer and chicken in the other mm-hmm. or I could bake cookies in one and then do you know my roasted chicken and stuff in the other so I don't even have to decide anywhere It used to be like do I make fries in the air fryer do I make chicken in the air fryer and I could do both <laughs> oh I love it so, do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it? I think I listen to so many eclectic types of music, genres of music, that sometimes I find myself listening to things and I'm like, what? It was really good in the day. <laughs> I don't know. I listen to so many genres of music. I love, I, I still listen to like The Cure and New Order and all those things from when, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really... I I like blues. I like jazz. I like, you know, country. I like rock. I like not really a big um, rap fan, but I like everything. But there's once in a while I'll be listening to something and I'll be like, what? (laughs) I don't know. I just I like it. I I like music. You know, music speaks to me. Mm -hmm. If I connect with the song, whether it's the lyrics, whether it's the beat, if it moves me. You know, I don't care. It's a good song. Sometimes it's a commercial on the radio, right? I mean, that could be a guilty pleasure, right? Listening to a commercial on the radio because it sounds really good. <laughs> but, but seriously, I, I like all kinds of music, so. I love that. I love the guilty pleasure commercials. <laughs> yes, well, sometimes it is. It's true. They have like really great jingles. They get stuck in your head and you just can never yes. let go of those. It's just like the, like some of those old TV commercials, even that had the music that, yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. Like the 50 styles commercial. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh. So what's the worst pizza topping? Cheese. Um, Cause I don't eat dairy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. Yeah, and that's an interesting one. At least it wasn't pineapple this time. Everything's been pineapple lately. It's either yes or no on pineapple. So I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I try to get into that debate because I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> no, I know I've seen people like on Twitter going crazy about that. Like pineapple, yes, no, this and that. And I don't eat dairy or gluten. So for me, it's like, it would just be no cheese. It's a no brainer. <laughs> it would be crust and sauce and, ta- and like seasoning. You can throw vegetables or whatever on there. You can do like a... Chicken, yeah. Low pizza without cheese, you know, like you. Oh, no. oh, yeah. No, there, there's odd. options, like always that. options. I like that. If you could be any person or a position, like a CEO or whatever, who or what would you want to be for the day? Ooh, I don't know. Um, maybe like, ooh, I don't know. I like being me. Um, I don't know who I'd want to be for the day. Let me think on that. Can I defer this question? <laughs> we can defer the question. Absolutely. No, I, I I don't know. I like to, I like to be me. I'm happy being me, but let me think. I'd like to be in charge of helping people, something where I can be better at reaching more people and helping people. So maybe something to do with volunteering or something to do with outreach or something to do with making a change in the world but i think that's what i would want to do love that are you good at keeping secrets absolutely but you can't ask me about it because i can't <laughs> <lie>. <laughs> so if you don't ask me i'm good, I'm good right but if, if you ask me do you know a secret i'd be like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> Um, Yes, I'm very good at keeping secrets. I am a very loyal person, and I take my responsibilities extremely seriously. Somebody entrusts me with the secret. It's tight. What? Okay, great. I don't have one right now, but if I did, I consider <laughs> it because if you're not going to tell the truth, I don't want you telling certain people. So you know, no. Yeah, and don't obviously we have it recorded here, so that would not work either. That wouldn't work. And don't tell me on Twitter because, like, then everybody will know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, social media is not a place for secrets, people. Just FBI. No. No. I know. <laughs> At what age did you become an adult? Uh, Mentally or physically? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Still not there, got it. I was always really grown up. You know, I was grown up ahead of my time. I think that I was just always very mature. Mm -hmm. I always just had a very grown up outlook on things. And so I would say, like 16, like 15, 16, I already knew what I wanted to do. I was already you know, pursuing things that I wanted to do. And I was pretty independent. So I would say about then, but I feel like there's two parts to being an adult, you know, there's the focus, which is great. But then there's when life throws you all these other things that happen around you and then learning how to deal with them and still move forward despite all of those things. So that's a work in progress. I feel like that takes a lot longer. And that comes with, you know, self-confidence and knowing yourself and that takes a little longer, but I have to say, um, as you get more and more in life and more and more into who you are, it just becomes amazing to unroll this whole process and just, you know, keep being an adult and learning and and moving forward, no matter what life throws at you. Absolutely. Although there are still some days where I just, you know, depending on the, the day with work and stuff, I'm like, nope, I just want to get a coloring book and color. That's it. Leave me alone. <laughs> Hey, you know, they're just, adult. they adult coloring books. It's a whole market they have now, right? You know that, right? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and eating cereal for dinner or pancakes for dinner is perfectly acceptable. Just so you know, <laughs> if you're having a bad day, you just want to eat cereal for dinner. Okay, it's a very adult thing. Oh, I love that, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Or ice cream, whatever you know, whatever makes you, whatever makes you happy. Yes. That, know. yes, ice cream, definitely ice cream. <sighs> So, if you could win an Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake, what would it be? Making change in the world. Oh, I love it. That was, that was, hands down. Being a change, being a change maker, you that know. perfect. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's, that's something that would never go out of style. I think that's something that's very uh, necessary and, you know, there's not enough competition in there, <laughs> but... I feel like that, that would be something I would be very proud to win a medal for. That would be super. If only we could get a full competition of that. I'm in count me. Okay. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. (laughs) So tell us what does the rest of 2022 have for you? I heard that you might be doing some new music, an album, maybe. Uh, I am working on new music. I can't give out too, too much information on it. I'm still, um, I haven't really re- announced too many details about it. I am in studio. I can say that I am recording this and next week, which I am so excited to do. Being in the studio is my happy place. So is being on stage and performing. So either of those are really where I come to life, you know, and being able to just sing my heart out. So I'm definitely uh, very excited to share that music. It is a little different than other things that I've recorded and I can't wait to share. So I'm very excited about that um looking forward to writing and r- recording more songs and just moving forward you know i say this all the time but every time i do a new song there's something different about it or i'm doing it differently or it's a different process and i so enjoy learning and getting my hands in both hands in and just you know either singing something differently or doing something differently or layering vocals differently or having different people singing with me just different things that make it different, unique, and make it its own story and make it its own piece. And I just love that. So I'm looking forward to doing more of those in the future. I don't know if it will be another EP or an album. You know, I did release my EP in December of 2020. Eye of the Storm was my debut EP. And I did release, I really wanted to release a whole body of work at once. And the purpose for that was because all of those songs were true stories that I wanted to tell in one volume. And I was originally going to call it untold stories because they're all stories of things that I've experienced. But after working on it and rewriting some of the songs, I felt that I have the storm was more appropriate because it's an empowerment song and the songs are all about inspiring and empowering people. So I ended up changing the title to I have the storm. So I did release that body of work in December, 2020. I don't know that I really want to release another EP just yet, um, but I am working on you few other songs that I can't wait to share and we'll have to wait and stay tuned to see what the future holds. Well, I'm definitely excited for that. And you know, it, you. It, you know, what every time and I talk to other songwriters and things like this and artists, but the when you produce and create those new songs, they're like your new babies. Like not that you don't like exactly. your 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 existing babies, but these are like the exactly. new ones, that ones that be nurtured and and exactly. Know, so. Exactly. And they each have a life of their own. And you want to make sure that you give the attention to each of those babies that they deserve. And sometimes, sometimes it's not the right time to release the song because maybe the song is perfect, but the timing isn't right. Maybe the story doesn't, it's not doing it justice, telling it right now because of something that's going on in the world. Or maybe, you know, it's not ready to be released yet. Maybe the stars haven't aligned yet and it's just not the right moment. So when you take so much of your soul and you put it into a piece of a song or a production, you want to make sure that you're releasing it to the people who need it when they need it the most. Right. And that resonates with people. And, um, I just love that process and I love getting to know each of my song babies and, and putting them out into the world and sending them out with love and hoping that they go and fly to people who need them and each and every one of them. So it's an exciting time and it's such a great feeling. And I can't wait to do that with my new songs that I'm working on that I'm recording. And I don't know if I'm going to be in the studio that, that much because as things are starting to open up right now and the world is becoming a little bit more open, I would like to do more touring and more performing. So I don't know if my schedule would allow me to do both of those things at the same time. And being that I haven't really been able to do, a lot of live performances in person lately um i would like to focus my attention on also connecting with some of those fans and people that i've met and be able to perform live in person wonderful a lot of good stuff coming up for the rest of this year yeah. for sure definitely and, and make sure you all go follow robbie's socials and stuff that way you know when the new music comes out as well as tour stuff so you can all go catch her live. yeah <laughs> thank you um, well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure having you and you're welcome back anytime. Make sure oh, you, thank get you a so hold much. of us when the new music comes out so we can get you on for a live feed. Oh yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a secret. Will you be able to keep it? I'm gonna I'm gonna message you and I'll say, this song's coming out. Don't tell anybody. I, I, <laughs> I will keep you. it. I will keep it. I'll send, okay. I'll send it to you a couple of whatever. I'll I'll get in touch with you before it gets ready to be released and we'll connect and I would love to share that with you. That would be wonderful. Well, thank you so much for having me here today. I've had so much fun chatting with you. It's been a pleasure. And thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.